Guns up, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. We are live for uh, week five of Defending the District. Welcome. Uh, as always, I am joined uh, by uh, General Manager, Bartender Extraordinaire, Johnny. Hey, guys. And uh, due to popular demand, uh, we have our friend Saul McMahon. He's back. Yo. And uh, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Jake's Tavern at 1606 7th Street, home of the Defender Dog, soon to be Philly Cheesesteaks, soon to be Quesadillas, and the best wings in the city, thanks to uh, Johnny's proprietary buffalo sauce, right? Yeah, it's, it's really quite delicious. You know it wasn't delicious? <laughs> that fucking football game. Whoa. Again, guys, two weeks in a row. Um, two weeks in a row. I'm losing faith. I don't really know where to go with how the game went because we all decided to get drunk. Yeah, mm. I mean that was that was that was pretty much the goal there. I mean, it was, uh, you know, when you're when when you hang up a goose egg after two really solid starts, and then you go third game. All right, didn't play all that well. That's fine. Fourth game. We, you you throw up a goose egg. I mean, there was at one point um, where the professor uh, stated again that, you know, why are we trying to establish the run? Yeah. Uh, we didn't have a run. Saul? We didn't have anything. <laughs> uh, I'd just like to say a good job by me uh, making the smart decision to not drink for a few weeks and then start again on Sunday so that I could not really remember any of this game uh it was a perfect time to get uh oddly blackout drunk in the middle of the day yeah were you uh well we tried to ice you too yeah very awkwardly yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was it was an awkward icing it didn't work out so well to be uh, fair i'm too old to even know what icing is or how it works i've yeah, never been iced nor do i want to be iced kids, kids so game. it's kids game these days well we'll save that for this back half of the yeah podcast. so saw so mcmahon's Mac, liver is back in in uh in absolute uh terror so we figure what happened is quivers. We figure what happened is this is returning cosmic balance to DC sports. You've had the Nats that won, the Caps won, and the Redskins can't just hold all of the negativity. So uh, they put some of the stink on the defenders. I think that football is just an anathema to DC, right? Well, it, it, def- it definitely they, they drew us in, kind of like a Redskins preseason where they go like four and zero. You know, we're three and one in the preseason. You're like, oh, sorry, year. And then they hit the regular season and say, ah, a little snafu. Yeah, it just goes straight downhill. And I was saying, I was saying to Paul, and I think I said uh, last night, I, I feel like the, the XFL didn't have enough time with pre-camp and training camp, and then there was no preseason. Um, I don't think they had enough time to, like, to get the teams all sorted. So the first two games were kind of like, they were kind of like preseason games. There's a lot of teams that started 0-2 that have been 2-0 since. Um, we are obviously on the negative side of that spectrum right now, yeah. being two and two, with two with two repeat losses, culminating this Sunday. I don't have any faith in our coaching staff, to be honest with you. I yeah, think- you were saying this. So, it, so what's your what's your kind of take on this? Do you think Do you think Pep needs some more Pep or what? Well, he needs He needs a Pep talk or uh, <laughs> something. Uh, no, I. I mean, I can't, you can't put it all on. This is your new segment, pep talks. <laughs> yeah, you got to coach up this team. Yeah. So Guys, I, we got to make. I think that here. one of the things we noticed week one, well, I noticed, and we all found out after, and anyone saw a game that was broadcast, uh, you get you get inside information on who's calling the plays, how the play calls sound, what those play calls are. I mean, fuck a, a spy gate, you know, like they're just giving you that information on the broadcast. So 
I think some of the teams are using this the strategy kind of in a Belichickian way, and 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 learning more about the systems and play calls of the opposing team that they they're preparing for. I don't think the DC defenders are doing it, and I think they're getting caught with their pants on the last two weeks. Yeah, so I mean, a lot comes down to this week, right? They looked great when they were at home for two weeks. Completely horrible on the road for two weeks. Is this the real team? Or are they going to play better when they're back home? Do they have coronavirus? What is happening? I don't, I don't have any read now. What, on what how really fucking is. bothered me is, is that we got owned by a team that was 0-3. I, I, after getting owned by a team that was 0-2 the week before. And, oh yeah, true. Good point. And they got shut out. They've scored nine points across two games. The Vipers... Changed their quarterback every single week. Yeah. They found the right one this week. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it that or is it our defense? You know, the other thing is, is that the professor was saying, he was going, you know, how many, how many like Big Ten linemen are there out there in, in, in the country? Right? How many SEC linemen are out there, O-linemen? That don't make the NFL? That don't make the NFL. And we have arguably the smallest offensive line Anyone I think I've ever seen. Just in stature, you can see on TV. Stature, yeah. you can see on TV. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we look like uh, like Oompa Loompas. I mean, we did say even when the team was winning, the big red flag is the O line, and that Cardell Jones is constantly running for his his life. He managed to make it work. He managed to always be a step ahead and make the throw. That is no longer happening. Nope. His stats are terrible. He, they cannot score. He can't get anything going. Uh, hold on, I got it up here. What was he? It, it's like nine for twenty. Oh, nine for twenty-two. I mean, okay. he is... That's not good. No, it's not good. No. No touchdown, obviously, as they were shut out. Uh, it's not working anymore. He can't, he can't make the magic happen. Also, there's no... there were. I could see... Uh, Joey kept on saying, he's like, yeah. like after the first quarter, there's plenty of time left, guys. Yeah, plenty there's of plenty of time. And then plenty there was 24 seconds left in the fourth quarter. I'm like, Joe, there's still plenty of time left, you know? Mm. And I think that we're also not making adjustments. I don't think... And this goes back to the coaching, because I can't put this all on the players. I think that... You know, a wise coach once said, you know, coaches coach, players execute. And the players can only execute as well as they're coached. So I don't who, think... Who said that? Uh, Bill Belichick. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I like that. So I, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if you can put this all on the players. It doesn't look like they're particularly out of formation. It just it's, the plays suck. You know, there, there's there's little short slant passes that are getting caught on offense. Um and then they're not, they, 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 they can only get, like, two yards out of it. If they do that three times, they got to punt, you know? I also think that on defense, we don't tackle for shit. Like, these guys, they'll, 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 they're just running right through our players, which you could, you could put on the players, but also why are they not, they're not coaching on tackling? Why aren't they not doing drills on how to tackle? Better? It was literally like, like Swiss cheese. But it wasn't like there was a wide open. There were players there that could have stopped a runner or a receiver on the run. Yeah. But they were just getting eluded. It was, yeah. It was like they were, uh, you know, greased up pigs. Yeah. Yeah. It was disgusting. So, I mean, so it wasn't a greased up pig. Well, I can kind of get into that sometimes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. Let's look at the lines here, which I just uh, thought to do. Uh, let's, uh, here, Todd, give me a prediction for what you think it is while I pull this up. And we're playing at home. Yeah, St. Louis, who is three and one. I would say uh, it's going to be minus eight, or the defenders will be getting eight and a half. Okay, well, we are going to let that linger for suspense, not because I can't find it on this website. It's a deliberate move, and we'll come back to that. Okay. 
I'm very, I'm very. You know, All right, so that segment line. was not a success. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on they here. They probably have, have our, our site doesn't have a line for the game for whatever reason. So oh, I got okay. to find another. All right, uh, yeah. So just jump on Twitter. I mean, I imagine. Um, well, the uh, something to look forward to is that the professor has uh, he moved into his new spot down in Navy Yard. It looks baller. <laughs> And the, the uh, real estate segment of the DC. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's a uh, 400 square foot. No, it's he's got a uh, awesome roof that actually looks into Nats Park. The line is three. Defenders are getting three. Three. Yeah. yeah. Bat- battle Hawks. That's I mean that's like a four unit play. Four unit Battle Hawks. <laughs> You've really really gone to the other why, side. On why this. why why are they why are they only getting three? St. Louis came. Uh, after they uh, were shotgunning seltzers in the in the locker room, I think every the idea, team does that. They're, they're sponsored by Bud Light yeah. seltzer. I think the idea is just that still that no one knows anything, right? You, the teams are changing so much from week to week. Defenders looked like they were uh, world beaters to you know bottom of the barrel. Hmm. Could flip back. We just don't have enough of a track record with any of these teams to know who any of them really are. Here's a good question. Uh oh. We have we have four weeks under our belt, so that's I can't do the math. That's how many games is that's, that? Five, five minus one, that's four. Right. Anyway, um, we have six games what left. Are, like, how how often is is uh, is Vegas right when it comes to NFL odds, and how often then have they been right when it came to XFL odds? Oh, that's interesting. I mean, you know, NFL oh. odds are famously like tight as can be, but um, yeah, we should look at that. I mean, they've got to be tightening a little bit, but that, we'll have to do that for the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of analysis. Yeah, that would actually be really interesting to see, like, what kind of variance. The other thing, these the other numbers, thing especially week one, don't make any sense. Like, yeah. how do you know? They, those are basically guesses. The, the other thing I'd flag is the over-under is set at 39 and a half. Under. Again, yeah, DC Defenders have scored nine points in two weeks. If they, if this is their offense, you hammer that under. I mean, they... Yeah, that's a that's If a they're going to be scoring in single digits every game... That is a two-teamer yeah. right there. Uh, that is that is preposterous. Is Vegas just trying to lose money on that deal? Um, I I got crushed yesterday in gambling. Um, Shocker! Wow. Yeah, took the defenders that didn't huh. hit. Took uh, the Pelicans that didn't hit. Friday Saturday watching the Celtics. I had the Celtics. They lost by one. The line was Celtics getting one. So that was a push. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you know I'm firing on all cylinders here. Did you mention the Pelicans? Did you? Oh yeah. Mention that loss? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 That was that was nice. That was that was really nice. And well, so you're in uh, midseason form. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm only down. Yeah, a couple of units, but uh, it was what, units of measurement. Uh, unit is a uh, is a is a betting term, which is your normal amount that you would bet that you would make the normal amount that you would place on a bet. Todd bets one testicle per game. Oh, okay. Average, yeah. So he 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 has a lot of extra room to bet. <laughs> I, I don't even Huge. know what that means. I, I don't mean, know. Do you know how hard that would be to just to to bet one testicle? Anyway, I, I'm I'm I'm. I think de- you could actually place the bet. It'd be hard to deliver the 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 <laughs> deliver the goods. Uh, I'm I, I'm just I'm I'm depressed about the about the defenders. I think you know at halftime yesterday we just kind of stopped paying attention, and that's not good. Yeah, and I'm worried about that for the league. Well, not maybe not for the league. Maybe it's just I, I think maybe St. Louis is really excited. I'm sure Houston's really excited about their team. You know? Hey, I'll tell so. you what. When you look at what's going on in Houston, I'm not sure if you guys saw like the massive tailgates that they have at the stadium right now. There's there's massive. Uh, there uh, Houston's pumped, and St. Louis is pumped. 
St. Louis has like a million people. I mean, not a million, but it, there's a ton of people that are that uh, that are coming out for the games. Uh, I'd hopefully like to see you know something positive happen for uh, for the defenders. I'll again. be interested to see our turnouts despite yeah. our last two games, and you could you could feel the energy. I think I'd say half a dozen, maybe eight people that are not our group came to watch that game yesterday in the beginning, and they were all gone after the second quarter, or even the, even the first quarter. Yeah. You know, they're like, "This is this is just this isn't fun." I was going to mention uh, one final gambling thing, and then we can talk about fun stuff. But uh, what do you think their odds are to win the XFL championship? Well, they were plus three hundred after week two. Yeah. I would say they've gone to plus 850. <laughs> no, not even close. Plus 400. That only went from three to 400. I have no idea what's going on. I cannot explain this at all. Look. What the fuck? I have no idea. It doesn't make a that lick of sense. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. What is going on here? There's no, all right, chaos. there's no reason why the defenders should only be getting three, and there's no reason why they're plus 400. Is, uh, are, um, okay, well, the story here is uh, Vegas likes the defenders. Vegas is high on them. They think this is an aberration. Car- they- Car- Cardell Jones looked like uh, looked like a a, a total like a, a former you know version of himself. Or he he looked like he was having an out of body experience on the negative side. I think he it looked, was like he took too much shrooms. Uh, I th- I I think maybe the the weakness of the line is frustrating him. I think he's probably getting a little dinged up. He hasn't had to play this kind of aggressive football in years. He also doesn't look like he's in prime time shape either. I was talking to some people that went to Ohio State. They said he always looked like that. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't watch it. Just a, kind of like a like I said, week one, Roethlisberger kind of flumpy guy, but can get it done. Yeah, know? I don't watch a lot of college football just because I mean, there's there's only so much that you can keep up with, you know. Yeah. And I don't really particularly. And Boston care. College isn't very good at college football, so. No, we are not good, and we haven't been good. Won't be good. And uh, the only thing worth watching at Boston College is, is hockey. So, so Johnny, on uh, I think it was Friday night, we were at Jake's. Uh, your brother was working. And uh, we were brainstorming of what rules we would change if we were going to, like season two of the XFL. It's like, let's, let's uh, make this even weirder and uh, come up with some new stuff. So my big suggestion is we introduce the power play. You'd rip it off from hockey, where if you have any kind of like unnecessary roughness penalty, roughing the passer, roughing the kicker, anything like that. Yeah, but what if you what if that like the the quarterback gets fined or dinged for that? No, no, then no, you no, don't no. have a quarterback. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Then during the next set of downs, so the next you know team gets a first down next time, you you're shorthanded. You'd only put ten people on the field instead of eleven. It doesn't it doesn't need to be the person who committed the penalty. Okay. It can be it can be anyone. You can just only roster one fewer player than the other team until the next first down. Uh, that would make some eh, it would make some good uh good drama. Yeah. You know, keep it keep it keep people engaged but, yeah. during what, what, drives that suck. But think think about it. Like what is easily the worst part of football? It's the flags, right? Like yeah. a big pass. Oh my god, he's got it in the end zone. Oh no, flag down. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the question. Here's the question. Is there still a yardage penalty or just lose the player? Oh, that yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you could still have a, like a yardage penalty, but it doesn't need to I be think, as much. I, 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 what would you rather now? Now oh, this is a no, good coaching oh, decision. They can select. You, you can take, take the yards, yards or, or the you take the power play. Now we're going somewhere. Uh, see, because this is the thing in hockey, it's incredibly exciting. Anytime there's oh, a power play, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you turn it into an advantage, right? You turn it into something exciting. Uh, I Royce, like this idea. Yeah, Royce was recommending uh, the double forward pass anywhere on the field. So. Okay, so it, so that would go total <laughs> rugby. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 
uh, Todd continually I, suggested I, letting loose a jaguar <laughs> on the field, like and we were gladiators. like, "Yeah, Todd, I think we were we were more talking like in-game rules." He's like, "No, you have a jaguar." I had three chasing the great team. ideas. One was you release a mountain cat. That was it. Yeah, yeah a mountain cat onto the field. Mountain lion, I believe. Yeah, a mountain lion. The second one was we go straight Mongol mount, uh, falconeering. So you so what end? We could not get him off the release a falcon for a long time. To what end? Until it punctures the it's ball. It's best not to think about it. There's no logic behind what, this. At what point of the game are you releasing this falcon? Only in the talk? fourth quarter. Obviously. Obviously, John. But okay. Unlimited falcon. I, I know, mate. What are you not getting? You unleash a falcon in the fourth quarter. Yeah, well t- um Saul and I talked about this uh briefly on Sunday and so, I think he brought it up, but I like the idea of also as in hockey, allowing Two players to fight for 30 seconds. Mm, yes. Yes. Right. That's right. We were talking about this where it's the same thing where all the other players have to stand around. No yep. one else can get involved. The refs give them a little bit of time. And if they go to the ground, how much come off? Break it up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Just duke it Pulling out. the jerseys and the whole thing. And you get, yeah, you get like a, up to a minute to fight. And I think, and at the end of that, to bring it more like a WWE thing, whoever wins gets to grab a mic from one of those commentators and say some fancy line like, mm-hmm. Can Red stew, smell? bitch. Can I have a question. Smell what the rock is cooking. I have a question for Todd. How many points is it if the mountain lion eats the falcon? Yeah, that's right. That would be a very interesting. What is this beastmaster? I don't understand. Like, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. The the my last idea was that if someone is trying to catch a ball, trying to catch a ball. On your side, if the opposing team is trying to catch a pass mm-hmm. near your side of the field, uh-huh. you're allowed to just chuck a football from the sidelines towards the receiver so that you could confuse them. I'm not going to lie. Your ideas are terrible. Every single one of Todd's <laughs> ideas involves some sort of outside object or about- animal. Getting involved in the field of play. I still think it's How about a instead idea. of a coin toss, we just do an arm wrestling competition? Oh, here's one that I think would just be funny to see. So if you are a defender and the receiver is going up, it's a jump ball, receiver leaps into the air, catches the ball, you can then catch the receiver in your arms carry and, him. Th- and carry them and throw them out of bounds. As long as their feet don't touch, As long it as their feet count. don't touch, it's legal. You can throw uh, them over the so shoulder. What's the rule with that in the NFL? What if you, what if you did hold on to them and then pull that body so the feet don't touch it in, in, in the end zone? Right, this just could be unexplored territory. This is like figure skating. This is like Air Bud, where it's yeah. like there's no rule saying dogs can't play. Double axles, you just chuck a guy <laughs> at, at, uh, off the field. <laughs> Great Air Bud reference. I mean, I don't ever think about that movie. Huh? Air Bud? What is Air Bud? Oh, dude. It was a movie where this dog plays basketball for this high school team. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is brutal. <laughs> Why, you know, they made like four of them. They made four Airbuds. Yeah, something like that. Okay, well, they made nine saws. You, anyway, do you know what's wrong with society? That's what's wrong with society. Yeah, that's the big one. There's <laughs> not, uh, not not coronavirus, <laughs> not murder. No, Airbud. <laughs> there's Airbud, which was came out in 1997. There's Airbud Golden Receiver in oh. 1998. Oh, in football uh, then that time. Airbud World Pup. In 2000, uh, <laughs> so many Airbud's seventh inning fetch came out in 2002. Airbud combining baseball. Airbud spikes back in 2003. Air Buddies in 2006. Snow Buddies. We're getting a little far afield at this point. Snow Buddies in 2008. Space Buddies in 2009. I had no idea the Airbud series goes to space. Santa Buddies, Spooky Buddies, and Treasure Buddies. How did you miss all this, Todd? 
There's uh, a lot. For good reason. That's why I missed it. I had no it. idea Air Bud went to space. Good for him. <laughs> and, and what's the dog's name? Bud or Air Bud? You know, I think we could really, Air really, really, okay. really, really capture this entire fucking week in the XFL that we're talking about Air, the Air Bud yeah. franchise yeah. instead of anything pertinent to this team. It's like team. Fast and the Furious. We got the Air Bud franchise. It's, you know what? Air Bud Goes to Washington is inevitable the way this series is going. It has a scene of him giving a speech on the floor of the Senate. It's going to happen. I mean... The dog's going to talk? I guess he doesn't talk in this movie. Scooby-Doo talked a little bit. Yeah. Raggy. Um, uh, so I am interested to see the turnout at, at, at Audi Field on uh, Sunday for the home game, considering how terrible our team has played. I'm always interested, interested to see, like, when does DC give up on a team? I mean, it took them like 20 years to give up on the Redskins. They finally gave up last year. But, dude, year. no one's giving up on the Redskins. That's the thing. Is no, that dude, there was nobody in the stadium the last, like, four or five home games. Oh, right. is that right? They were. You could get a ticket for, like, seven bucks towards the end of the season. Wow. From, from like, redskins.com. Oh, I'm sure glad that we spent $200 on the Patriots tickets. You spent t- oh, for one game? Yeah. Well, it's the New England Patriots. They're perennial winners. Yeah. You know, they have also have a huge New England fan base. That- hey, speaking of which, what was Tom Brady doing at the Syracuse game? The Syracuse basketball Julian game? Julian Edmonds was going, was going, he's coming back. He's coming, coming back. back. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes a little off camera, goes, no, he's not. <laughs> I wonder what, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why he was at the Syracuse game. I, I didn't know that he was a uh, college hoops guy. Well, he was hanging out with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Is that where Edelman. Fallon went, Syracuse? I don't know. Edelman and, and himself. I don't know. Maybe it's just NCAA basketball. Maybe they were just hanging out. Yeah, going to the uh, going to the Orange Dome. Well, who was the other team they were playing? Maybe they cared about the other team. Was it Kent State playing? Maybe it was Jules's team. You know? Ju- oh, Jules. Jules. You're on a first name basis with Julian. Me and, me and Jules. Yeah, you and Good Jules. Buddies. Uh, what, somebody was telling me. He a did story. shave his beard. Well, he shaves it every off season. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He does it for charity, right? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what he does. So. Yeah, and I think I'm I think I'm uh, I think I'm out of out of stuff to talk about with the with the defenders, frankly. Oh, there is one uh, kind of depressing note that I saw in a oh. uh, story oh, about uh, the game in uh, Tampa was uh, so this was only their second game, right? Obviously, and uh, so their home opener they had eighteen thousand people and dropped to like twelve thousand for Ooh. the game against the defenders. Yeah, yeah. that's like a twenty five percent cut right there. That's not good. Thirty three, but yeah. Um, it's uh, I don't know. We just don't know how feasible financially uh, the XFL is. Maybe, right now. maybe we can pick up Matt McGloin. I I hear he's available. Oh, that would also be fun. That would be a, there should be like a draft where you get uh, a pool of NFL players who uh, can just like drop in and get paid like a million dollars a game. And, you think uh, you think uh, you think Phil Rivers like- p- picks up one season in the XFL just to just to see if he can win one? He would crush, oh, dude. Man. He's a good quarterback. You really, if he had a decent old line and like one or two receivers, I, how much money would you have to pay? You wouldn't get Phil Rivers, but it's like, either he's not getting paid at all because he doesn't get picked up by a no. Who's going to take Phil Rivers this year? Um, yeah, it's going to be a big QB Chicago. So they got they got Mitch Trubisky. Mitchell is a he's, Mitchell he's, is he's, 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 there's hope there. No, 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 no. There's no hope. There's, Isn't it true there's that there's a lot the, of the prayer bear, to St. Jude? The Bears could have had they could have had Patrick Mahomes. Cause. They yeah. picked up Mitchell before Patrick, so they could have had Pat Mahomes. Oh, it's got, legendarily one of the worst trades. Oh, uh, not trade. It was it was a draft. It was wasn't draft. It? No, no, no. They, they well, yeah, it's a draft. But they traded up to draft Mitch. They gave away a boatload of picks. Like I want to say, like two firsts and a second and a third. I'm sure people know this that are going to be yelling at their 
headphones, but whatever it is, they gave up a boatload of picks to move up one spot to draft Mitch Trubisky when Patrick Mahomes was sitting. It was still on the table. Can you oh, imagine? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, no, I, I'm talking about like someone like, uh, I was trying to remember like the name of the former Bills quarterback, but like someone like Tyrod Taylor, who's, you know, a backup right now. He's a good quarterback. He's though. a good quarterback. He would be a star in the XFL. Yeah. Like how much money? But can I think he's already getting them? paid being a backup or even a practice squad guy right now. Yeah, that's 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 because what that's what, what does a backup quarterback make? Two, three mil? More than that, probably. Probably more, depending on. Uh, I mean, like a, the average quarterback that. gets paid what between tw- ten and fifteen, and then elite ones make twenty something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. look at a backup's got to make like elites make over thirty now. Two and a half to five mil, probably. You know, to for really. Not just practicing. I mean, I ain't right? talking about a game. I'm talking <laughs> about practice. I'm talking practice. I'm talking practice. Not a game. Not a game. Practice. Uh, so, 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 get this. At one point, this is off the uh, XFL website. At one point during Sunday night's game between DC and Tampa Bay, defenders quarterback Cardell Jones was heard on the broadcast saying wide receiver DeAndre Tompkins should be benched. Wow. It was no accident or slip of the tongue. Quote. I knew he was right by me, Jones said. It was a personal challenge. It needed to be said. I talked to him in the locker room, and we're cool. Well, nice to know we got some um, How about motivation. Cardell Jones should be benched, which he was. It was just because there was no way. There were, I mean, this would game. be like if, we, if you were listening back to this podcast, and there was a period before you got here where me and John are like, yeah, we got to get Todd out of here. We just... <laughs> <laughs> we got to find someone else. Like, would that be motivating? I feel like I feel like that's a dysfunctional way to run your team. Yeah, like fear and fear and uh, like a nice mix of hatred and resentment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of like that. That has to happen in bands all the time. But that's why most bands don't last. Yeah, you know, or at least somebody gets kicked out permanently. You know, Pearl Jam has had six fucking drummers. Okay, it's always a drummer. <laughs> yeah, why did they? Why did they kick the drummer out originally? Uh, the first one, uh, the first original drummer, who was um, his name was uh, Dave, not Dave Abruzzi, but the Dave something else. He had to leave for personal reasons. They picked up Dave Abruzzi's. Dave Abruzzi's was in the band for. Uh, he didn't record ten, but he toured on the ten tour. Mm. And then he recorded verses, recorded Vitology, was fired after Vitology. The reason why there's a lot of drama there, and they, they don't go really deep into it. Eddie Vedder didn't like him because he was in love with the idea of being a famous rock star. And Eddie at the time was all like, I don't want this, man. I just want to make art. So, and Eddie Vedder, by the time the second record came out, was the reason why the band was famous. I mean, no one knew who the rest of the musicians were. He was like, he was part of one of those famous people in like 92, 93. Sure. So, uh, they kicked him out. They got Jack Irons. Jack Irons used to uh, be a drummer for the Chili Peppers. Jack Irons, ironically enough, was, I know too much about this, was the uh, the friend of his in San Diego that gave him the tape to become Pearl Jam because he used to be a uh, Chili Peppers drummer out in L.A. Uh, and I then... Just, you know, you got mad at me when I went on about Air Bud. <laughs> yeah. And Sorry. Anyway, I Matt Cameron is their drummer now. He's, he's been the, their drummer the longest. He's been the drummer for almost a decade and or maybe over a decade now. And he used to be the drummer for Soundgarden. So. Oh, nice. That's what that is. The, uh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up was, did you guys see Jerry Glanville's getup on the sideline 
as the coach of the, uh, with the sunglasses, the aviators, and the uh, this this like the sateen uh, starter kind of like it was old baseball amazing. Like, warm up jacket. Yeah, like nineteen eighties. Yeah. I used to have one of those. It was orange when I was a kid. Yeah, really. That that sateen like that, that was the like, shiny. Was, shit. The shiny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't last long after you wash and it. And the, the best shininess. is that he was he was also wearing cowboy boots. Oh, I didn't get to see that far oh, down. Yeah. I don't yeah. look. Okay. He was wearing cowboy boots, and he had that kind of weird, weird hair dye. I feel like if Charles Bronson were still alive, he would play him in the movie about him coaching this likely, team. Likely, likely. <laughs> yeah, he he he's a he's a special person. You know, he was a NASCAR driver from ninety two to ninety six. Yeah, and then they and now he's coaching the Tampa Bay Vipers. I rewatched uh, Once Upon a Time in the West a week ago. Fucking great Charles Bronson in that movie. Oh, it's so goddamn good. Charles Bronson, I think my favorite. He had range too, man. He played like a Native American yeah. in uh, in The Great Escape. <laughs> no, no, he was not a Native. Yes, American. He was. No, wasn't he? In The Great Escape? No, he wasn't a Native American. He was from like Belarus or so, or from uh, uh, some other country. Oh, okay. The tunnel, the they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they go with the, Steve McQueen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a great chase at the end with the motorcycle. The motorcycle, yeah. Yeah, that was a great. Uh, that was a great. Well, film. you know, the whole story behind that was he was uh, he insisted on doing his own stunts. Well, on a specifically a motorcycle chase, and they were like, oh, "This isn't really a movie where that makes any sense whatsoever." He's like, "No, I'm only going to do the movie if I get to." be on a badass motorcycle and get chased by Nazis. So that's the old school... Uh, and they, they were like, all right, fine, we'll figure it out. We'll work Hollywood it out. movie star. And now it's like Tom Cruise like, I'm only do this movie if I fly the fucking jet. <laughs> he literally, like, he said he wouldn't do the movie unless he flew the jet. And then they filmed him flying it. So in the new Top Gun movie, they, they actually found a way to put cameras on these jets. And when their faces are going like this, they're actually hitting those G-forces. Am I the only person who is not excited for this movie at yes, all? Yes, I'm so excited. What the fuck is the American Air Force... Going, who are we going to Navy war with? Pal, cut right. the shit. Whatever, dude. Who, it's the same who thing is they were America doing. America going to war with in 2020? Fucking Russia, dude. Oh, oh yeah, okay. the same thing we went Ruskies, to war with baby. before. We're we're still in a cold war, man. Who do you think won Trump that election, huh? Didn't come uh, on, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't I can't wait for uh, Tom Cruise serious face as we're going up against like unidentified, uh, vaguely Eastern European-looking uh, villains. Well, I what I do, they should have done, you said unidentified, I thought, wouldn't it be cool if they just did aliens? They said, fuck it. We're going to go complete fiction on yeah, this. Yeah, that would be actually better. I'd be way, way well, more into well, that. Wasn't that the premise of Independence Day? Yeah, but now you have Tom Cruise instead of Will Smith. Yeah. Way cooler fighter pilot, Tom Cruise. Yeah, oh, no, I, I, get that. I get that he's a cool fighter pilot. I, I just don't find anything remotely attractive about the movie. I also don't think that there's any rationale for. Like, um, for like, it's called it's called nostalgia, Todd. Like, like continuing the Top Gun program. Like, when was the last time there was that, a dogfight in the there air? Was a dog fight. <laughs> in a yeah, war, exactly. You know, they couldn't even do it in the original Top Gun, and in fact, they didn't even say it was Russia in the original. It, wasn't it like Iran or whatever? Like, they just called the MIGs. They never even specified exactly. Oh, those are Russian made. I well, yeah, I know, but they like they never actually even named a country. We couldn't just, bet. We couldn't, man. <laughs> it's a cold war. <laughs> what if they see it? Uh, it's also going to be tough to top the last uh, Mission Impossible movie where he rides on the side of a plane. Broke his leg or his arm doing that too, didn't he? Yeah, that was a, that was a different. Or jumping jump. from the that helicopter was... to a building, or from a building to a helicopter. It was. Uh, it, was it was some build, stunt. It was, a, it was a building to another. It was a oh. ledge. That, it was, that guy's just plumbing. Oh, no, yeah. 
I mean, there's there's no reason to jump out. But of that effect is fucking awesome. Like Perfect that whole part helicopter. is really cool. And obviously, he does all his own stuff. I'm just like, good luck to Top Gun to uh, topping the Mission Impossible movies, which have been surprisingly really consistent over the last few the last years. Actually, the whole series except for two. I'm glad that you've really gone all the way through the Mission Impossibles. I, I, is there I anything I... else we could talk about instead of football? Uh, uh, I think we've <laughs> we've hit a lot <laughs> of subjects. Yeah, Pearl Jam. <laughs> Airbud, wow. We're really sorry, listeners. I'm sure you've already hung up, or you're just laughing at the fact that three morons are talking. Hung talk- up. You don't hang up. <laughs> what is this? They're going to a telephone. I well, I feel like I feel like that's what I do when I. I'm sure you've taken the needle off your record player by now. <laughs> the gramophone is off right now. All right, yeah. all right. I'm sure you've sent off your carrier up over there. I don't know what's going on. Well, we're gonna have to find some way to occupy time eventually, unless this team starts getting something interesting for us. Uh, I well, think the season's kind of on the line in uh, right. week five. The, right? the season this is, this is, is on the line. There's still two and it's two. A, it's on the fucking line. Yeah. All right. So let, let, let's uh, let, let's think about this for next week. We're gonna we're gonna look into the the, the betting, right? Let's look into the betting. Yeah, we'll take a look at how uh, far and how and how how accurate Vegas is compared to um, NFL and XFL. Um, we can look into. Uh, we'll bring back the uh, the Witch FL next week for you. We'll be more prepared. Uh, sorry, the, well, this, this week was just so bad. We couldn't. You guys will be more prepared. I will be in New Orleans next week. So oh, that's right. That. Saul's yeah. going down to New Orleans. Yep. Going to be drinking a lot of hand grenades. Perhaps. I think. I think. I think. I think. I think a kitty cat should come in on this one. <laughs> yeah. No, her mom's going to be in town. Yeah, her mom's going to come in on it too. Yeah, she didn't like that idea, though. No, not at all. She's yeah, like, she's my like, mother's I, not coming to your house to talk into microphones. About football. <laughs> about football. It's like, oh, come on. Let's, let's, let's do that. Um, Ooh. Maybe we get, uh, we get Joey up in here. Hey, you guys are good, Joe. That's it. Yeah. He's like, I work late. I was like, we can do it a little later, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Big deal. I, uh, he worked until, what, eight on Mondays? Eight or nine, yeah. But yeah. Like, we could do it yeah. after. That's not a problem. Who cares? Is so, it, yeah. I'll just have a bunch of cores light oh, in my and fridge. Johnny, and be like, you're gonna see your first game, hopefully, right? Oh yes, live. I uh, I am I'm going yeah. to I'm gonna make it to the game on Sunday if I don't get lost in the wilderness this week. So I'm going camping from uh, from Thursday to Saturday. Yeah, I don't see the appeal <clears throat> with that. The what? With camping. Well, you're just. I just I don't, don't see the appeal. Oh, okay. I like to build fires and drink beers and sleep in the cold and have nice warm blankets and. I don't know. I like cooking over over an open fire. I like the whole rustic nature of things. I also like getting away from this fucking city every once in a while. I've lived here for like almost twenty years. You got a you got a, a twelve person. Uh, yeah, tent. Right Look at that fucking thing. That's 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 for that, me and my girl right bag there. Is the tent? Yeah, the big one right there. Yeah, that's the tent. No, the that on the floor, the thing that looks like a box. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude! That's the tent, and then the, the air mattress, and I got blankets, and oh yeah, I'm dude, I'm glamping. I'm yeah, see, this isn't glamping. like camping. Like I'm envisioning you, like you know, fighting like fire dude, ants. I I I camped for many many years, and now I'm gonna sleep. It's like I can't afford the cabin, but I'll I bought a tent that I can turn into a cabin for a night, and if I do it five times, it's cheaper than <laughs> cheaper than renting a cabin five times. I just so. don't. Yeah, I just don't get it. So I just I'm just looking this up because. Uh, defenders are tied with the Guardians right now, second in the East, right? Two and two. And I was like, what the fuck is a tiebreaker? So I just looked it up. The tiebreaker is touchdown differential. Oh, okay. we're well, fucked with all these goose eggs. We're fucked, right, exactly. Well, actually, yeah, you know, actually, because they were so good in the first two weeks, they're minus four right now. The Guardians also two and two in, with the record. Minus three uh, touchdown differential. So, you know, it's actually still... 
relatively neck and neck, but these last two weeks could have a huge implication if this uh, comes down to a tiebreaker at the end of the week. They need to get this offense going uh, because, I mean, this is their whole season. If they don't, if they don't start scoring some touchdowns, it's going to be too late, even if they win some games at the end of the season. We do not need to be running the ball. We need a better offensive line, and Cardell Jones. Needs Why are we trying to establish the run? Why are we trying to establish the run? <laughs> oh, Professor. The yeah, there's a there's there's a lot of things that I was talking about this here. during the game. It's it's unfair that they chose Houston, and Houston's the best team in the XFL to have the championship because it's just going to be a home game. Yeah, that's good. For whoever point. makes that's it, it's point. just going to be a home game, and I'm not saying they should have done it. You know anywhere else well i am saying that but i'm not saying like how do you choose it and i don't know what the answer is one person said why don't they just do vegas it's a fun place for everyone to go to oh yeah no one cares people will gamble on it so they'll go but do they have a field they could use the unlv's you know field well i guess i I guess i never thought about that i've never been to that campus is it nice no why would i ever go to unlv (laughs) oh i i thought i thought you had some personal experience i just know that it exists can you imagine going to unlv and then, like, at 18, just developing a serious gambling problem. Didn't you without living there? Nah, you know, I didn't really get into gambling until college. Well, I guess that's 18. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. But, uh... All right, guys, I'm going to cut this one short. Yep. Uh, this, this, was, this was bad. This, and, was, uh, this was soul-defeating and uh, soul-crushing. And... and um, yeah, we're not we're not happy. Um, I want you all to be happy at home. Saul um, looks gleeful. Saul looks like he fe- feels like he just wasted a half hour of his time. And I, but I mean, I'm going to be in New Orleans in 48 hours. So I, I 48 hours. Oh, zero fucks right. given then by Saul McMahon over here. Okay, okay. Johnny, what's the best Pearl Jam album? What what, what do we want to drown ooh, our sorrows with? Black. Best best. No no no. Ten ten is the classic. But you the, look. Can I make a guess? Can I make a guess? Okay. You strike me as a Vitalogy guy. No. No, uh, my favorite, my favorite is either Yield or No Code. To be honest with I you, I fucking love Yield. And uh, and and the second to that is the Avocado record that came out in 06. I love that one. The one that it's just it's like the self title, yeah. but there's an avocado on the so yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's a great I think that's album. That's the last one I actually listened to. Yeah, the new one's coming out then this month. Yeah, I'm going to the show in Baltimore. You're a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so well, listen. Thanks everyone. Johnny, take us out. All right, guys, we appreciate you if you listened all the way through. Uh, we're going to do better. The defenders better do better. And uh, we love you, and we'll see you next we week. We might not do better. We should clarify that. We can't be held responsible for that promise. We just have hope. Anyway, see ya.